0: There are two words that are thrown around a lot, these two words, and I want to talk about it for a couple of minutes, these two words. There's something called Das taira. Das taira. It's two words, and I want to talk about what Das Tira is. I want, to, I want to talk about what Das Torah is precisely, my understanding of it. It's an important topic, Das Torah. And somebody was arguing with Reb Misha. Somebody was arguing with Reb Misha about Ipsak. It had to do with artificial insemination. And somebody criticized Reb Feinstein. He gave a leniency a certain in Allah gave a leniency, and somebody argued with Reb, Misha. Reb Misha said to the person, in very, very nice ways, where's Daniel? Daniel, can we it just went? Somebody, somebody argued with Reb Misha. If you stay next to me, because you'll get it back when we, I'm gonna show it in two minutes, we'll go back there. It's off it, how do you get it back? So somebody, stay here, stay here, stay here. You wanna do it two minutes? So somebody, somebody argued with Rehmeisha about this topic of artificial insemination. And Rehmeisha told them that you don't understand, you have biases to try to be strict, to try to be religious, to try to be very firm. I have spent my whole life just studying Torah. My mind is trained, what does Hashem want from me? I don't care to be strict or lenient or from or not. I'm not trying to be a from me. Uh, I try to care what does Hashem want. I try to really tap into what's called Das Taira. Ramesha had a brain that was molded by Taira, by and Hashem, by Hashem's view of things and Ramesha's brain was literally developed by the way Hashem thinks. That's Ramesha's brain. My father once told me, my father finishes shas every year. And he once told me, why do I do that? Read it again, read it again. What am I doing? He said, I want to think like the Gemara. I want my mindset to be like the Gemara. That's how my mind should work. There's something called Das Torah, but somebody who really studies and is mivatel themselves to Das Hashem. To the point that they, they, the way they think about things is from a Torah perspective. That's how they, they think from this, this godly view of things. And that's, that's something, a very, very specific thing. Somebody asked me, as they called the Shah, I want to hear Das Torah. I don't have Das Torah. That's, it's, we throw it around too much have what's called Das Taira. They, they come from a Taira vantage point. They absorb Taira, they understand Taira. They're Mevatta themselves to Taira. And as such, their view of the world is what's called Das tyra. A very rare, and you could ask them shilas on all different things, and they have what's called Das Taira. There's, there's a tzaddik that I've come to appreciate a lot. His name is Reb Alter. My son, my son, and I every I try Belina there every single week. For the last many months, I try to read his his shiurim from the week every single erev Shabbos. I Shabbos morning, But I try before davening is to have a seder to read his Torah. I find specifically on Shabbos I feel at certain places, and I like tapping into what he says about Torah about life. And my this is my own opinion. I feel this is a yidu as Das tyra. It's a yidu who is steeped in learning tyra. His avas yisra like consents. I've watched interviews of his and speeches of his. His avasatira. His avas yisral, his avasatir, his avas hashem is profound. And I find he has a das taira. I want to share with you, he takes Does anybody here know, does everybody here know the Serenity Prayer? Hands, who knows the Serenity Prayer? So, first of all, you should know the Serenity Prayer. There's wisdom by the Gayim. I want to teach, I would like the guys to learn the Serenity Prayer because it's wisdom from the Gayim that's true. I want you to hear Rav Shal Alter says that he could smell that it's not Jewish. He obviously likes the prayer. He could smell it's not Jewish, he says that. I sense it's not Jewish. I wanna to read to you the, the tyro way that he says to say it, and then I wanna ask around what his correction is. I wanna ask guys, I want guys in Yisrael, I want guys here to share with us. You're entitled to opinion as much as me, it's interesting. He heard the serenity prayer. He obviously liked it because he quotes it in the Sheer. He's a Yid, Kolat HaToy has opened him, a beautiful Yid, Rabbi Altar. He's the Rosh Hashiva of Ger, a beautiful, of the Ger Hasidim. beautiful Tamud Chachm is Abbas Yisrael. He's gone around, I saw a video during this matzah. He's visited Yid and were hurt in that original attack. A beautiful, beautiful Yid, Rabbi Altar. He quotes the serenity prayer, not exact, he quotes the way, the way he remembered, quoted the serenity prayer, and then he called it that it's a little guyish, though he likes it, he clearly quoted and liked it. And he says the, the Torah version, what he would call the Yiddish version of it. So I feel somebody with that Torah, I want you to hear his little correction. I'm gonna ask what the guys hear in his correction, and then just the, the prayer itself, the serenity prayer is wonderful. And his Torah version of it is obviously magical. So here goes. <laughs> what? The, the, the words are... Could I stop it? The words are... Uh, How do I go back now? Double tap. Okay. The words are, Hashem, give me the courage. God, give me the courage to change what I can change. Give me the courage to accept what I cannot change. So I want, there's not the exact version of the serenity prayer. It doesn't matter to me. But God, give me the courage to change what I can change. Give me the strength to accept what I cannot change. So here's the exact one. Here's the exact one. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. That is the serenity prayer that Rav shal Alter quotes. God, grant me the serenity. The serenity means the calm, the yeshiva das. Give me the serenity to accept the things that I cannot change. There are things that I can't change and I should accept. Shem runs the world. Sit back, stop trying to control things, dominate things, run things. Accept, accept. Give me the serenity, the calmness, the yeshiva das, to accept things I can't change. To accept, to be comfortable, to flow with it, to roll with it. The courage to change the things I can We could work on ourselves, we could change things. Give me the courage to change what I can change and the wisdom to know the difference between the two. What are things that I can change and what are things that I have to accept? That is the serenity prayer, a beautiful prayer to God and the tremendous truth that's a truth in all of our lives. So That's the serenity prayer. If I can now read Rebshal Alter, what he says about this, Okay. He quotes the serenity prayer of Shaul Alter. And then I'm just gonna read from the bottom of the... This to me has a slightly non-Jewish smell to it. With apologies to anyone who has this phrase written around, I would like to express the same prayer in a Jewish manner. We don't want anything to be changed. The Rabbi Shalom runs the world capably. So he says, we want nothing to be changed. God, give me the strength to do what you demand of me, what you ask from me in the current situations. And give me the strength to trust in you when it comes to matters that are not in my hands and I cannot change. And give me the wisdom to differentiate in times of confusion, doubt and fought to know which areas I need to act and which areas I need to trust in you. That's what he writes. So again, we don't want to change, he says as follows. Mm. We don't want it, anything to be changed. The rabbinah shalolem the, runs the world capably. God give me the strength to do what you demand of me, while you ask of me in the current situation, and he says, and then, that, that's how Shal- Alta redefines this serenity prayer. Let's go back to what the what the Umas HaOlem say intelligently. The Gayim say, Chachmas HaGoyim, and then we're going to get Das Torah. The Chachmas HaGoyim is a prayer to Hashem, give me the serenity to accept the things that I cannot change. The courage to change that which I could change. And the wisdom to differentiate between the two. That's the serenity prayer. Reb Shaul Alter says that to him it smells a little not Jewish, which he accepts and he says, No, he apologizes. A very soft, he's not a harsh person the slightest. But he says, The Jewish, we don't want to change. We don't want to change. We're not looking to change. We like, we accept what Hashem does. Give me, he says, the serenity to accept that which I can't change. And that which Hashem wants of me, that which Hashem wants me to do, that which Hashem's asking me to do, I should be able to do, and the wisdom to differentiate between the two. Avi, do you hear the subtle difference? Baishi and I talk a lot about this, that Hashem made a world that works. He made a very, very good world that works. And Hashem does an excellent job running this world, an excellent, excellent job running the world. The job of all of us, Hashem wants something from us. We're not trying to change, we're not trying to enter into realms to do different, to change Hashem's world. We're trying to express the things that are deeply inside of us that we can express. If I summed up Steigen, if I summed up Steigen in the most honest of ways, I went this morning, I was to go to a rehab. Rehabs are very, very holy places. Very, very holy places. It's, it bothers me a lot in schools They'll sometimes tell youngsters, "If you keep doing this, I'm gonna to have to send you to rehab." That like gets me. If anybody would ever say to a kid in the yeshiva, "If you misbehave, if you if you keep him, I'm gonna send you to Waterbury," there's a tragic line to that. You never a base You never say on something holy and special. It's never a punishment. Never, ever, ever. A base Medrash, a Yesheva, a Makam Taira is never a punishment. Do you know any parent in the world that would tell your kid, if you misbehave, I'm going to make you learn Chumash? That's that's a, a damaging and dangerous and tragic thing ever to say, ever, ever. You never, ever punish your kid to do something true and something real and sincere, ever, ever. A yeshiva is never allowed to give detention. Never, never. If a yeshiva does it, they're just wrong. They're making a mistake. They have to do tshuva. You never, ever say to sit in yeshiva for a minute is a Never. There's never an einish. You could make it. You can't come into the base medrash. There used to be guards at the door. In the time of the gemara, they didn't say somebody has to stay in the base medrash longer. If you weren't teichay Kibara, you can't enter in the base medrash don't judge if yeshiva does detention, it's just a mistake, human beings make mistakes, don't judge anybody harshly, they don't mean, it's just it's not thought out, it can never be an einish to sit in the base measure, we have in the morning, nurse Ralph comes in here and sits here for 20 minutes every single morning he comes in here and sits here for 20 minutes during shachras, he told me I just experienced something I feel something in here. I experience something in this room. And he sits and he thinks he likes being here during Shacharist. It's never an einish to sit in yeshiva, to sit in the Beis Medish, to sit by davening. Your kid's never punished to sit by davening. Ne- no such thing. Sit, sit down, kid. Don't ever in the chinach of your kid. It's a schuss to come to davening, to learn Hashem's ta'ir zashkos. It's never a punishment, ever. It's no, you're corrupting somebody's mind to ever give it like that. To to learn, to daven. I want to say on, on, on Rehab's are places that human beings try to find themselves and grow and get healthy and work through things. Those are holy places. You never could say to somebody, I'll send you there. What are you talking? What, what, are you, what words are you saying? That's a place that people are working. Lahavdil. It's not a yesheva. It's not whatever. For any Rebbe to ever say to a guy, I'll send you, you, just don't, you don't know what something is. A place where people learn and work to grow and are honest and find themselves should never be a threat. I'll send you there. That's, that's heresy and just very dangerous, corrupt. So I was Zaikha this morning to go visit somebody who's working on himself to become a strong, healthy Ever Hashem, and went to Ria, but I was Zaikha this morning to go visit this person. And at Ria, people are really working on getting to the essence of their being, finding out who they are. The person showed me, the person showed me a letter that they wrote, an uplifted, an elevated letter that they wrote. It was Naira. I just started, I started unfailing me. Manny, your father who struggles to feel. I just started crying. I wasn't embarrassed, thankfully, I learned from the guys here to feel. I read a Yid, a beautiful Yid, wrote a letter of his truths. So he's a person who's getting in touch with his truths, his own essence, his own self. And we were talking, he's, he's involved in the construction of self. And we were talking about what growth means. And he was saying it from the most honest places. It's, you don't say stupidity there. You're fighting for your life. You're fighting for your life, to be successful, to live a beautiful life. And we were discussing, and he was saying, do you know the journey to steiging? Everybody wants to steig. What's the journey? To, do you know the journey to steiging is to be the, to be the most you? Shloime, you're trying to be the most Shloime Shaykh. That's Shteiging. Hashem says Avram and Avram, Avram. Avram. In the Torah, by great people, God calls their name and it says Avram, Avram. It says it twice. It means the Avram who became Avram. The icker of your life is to be you, is to be the essence of you, to find that steigen That's the only Shteiging I know. Is Avi Beitler is being Avi Beitler, that's Steiging. And all his journey of the next years and years of steiging and growing means to be avi, that he discovers what it means to be avi and brings out avi. Each of us are handed a precious soul and have something beautiful to bring out to the world. That's uniquely me and uniquely you. And the steiging is to be the most you shaykh in the world and to bring out you in the world. That's, that's the world of Steigen. We were talking about this thing, about bringing out. We're not trying to make changes. Hashem made that which is good. We're trying to bring out. Hashem asks each person to bring to the world something they could bring to the world. And Hashem asked each person to bring that out, that which they can bring to the world, to bring it out to the world. And Alter said that to question every person, to challenge each person, what the situation, and he was talking specifically in today's difficult situation, and he said that the is, that which Hashem does to accept, to have a faith, to have a, an honest faith to accept, that which Hashem does to have an acceptance. He says by wars, more than anything in the world, it says Hashem ish, it rings a chazal. Hashem ish mulchama. human beings don't create wars. That's totally from Hashem. There's like very little b'chir when it comes to wars. Hashem ish mulchama, and accept, accept difficult things, very difficult things that are, we're in good hands. Hashem knows what he's doing, and accept the things we can't control, accept his control, accept, have faith. Real and mun, Hashem runs the world and we're in good hands. A deep, deep faith in Hashem. Many aspects of our life accepting this is what I'm, this is the right thing i 'm in good hands, and it 's the right thing for me. that faith of many aspects of our life, our siblings, our parents, our situation, so many things we stress over, so many things we don 't accept about our own history, our own past, the own stories of our life i 'm in good hands, except by the way, even yesterday 's mistakes that you made, you should accept. Today you woke up, your whole history is Ashkachas is, Hashem. And you woke up to this and accepting with faith, I'm in good hands, I'm in great hands with Hashem. That's step number one. Step number two is to ask, what does Hashem want from me? What can I bring out to the world? What does Hashem want from me? What in this situation, what beauty, what chios can I bring out to the world? And the wisdom to know the difference. The Chachma, to understand what's something I'm supposed to do and accomplish and bring out to the world that's beautifully in me and what's something and what's something that I'm supposed to accept at this say that what again I don't want to blame Goyim. I want to tell you why it hit me so hard. I, I'm, going to tell you my, I'm going to tell you a little story, Chebra. I'm going to tell you a little story that happened to me. This is not like, there's not a cute story. It's an unfolding story of my life. And I want to tell it to you. I moved, I, I, sat, in, I sat in this rehab this morning and I showed this video of Rav Shal Alter. I, I felt to show this video and because this was brought up, people finding and discovering self and discovering their own innate beauty and the beauty Hashem made and living with Hashem. So I want to tell you a little bit my journey, what I discovered here, what the guys in the Shiva have taught me. I may be oversimplifying, Perhaps, but it's an aspect that, guys, that I've learned here. I want to share this with Zevi. I don't know how many more days we have Zevi, but every day we have and appreciate. David Clary, David Clary has showed up back home, one of the most kind people, one of the, one of the most beautiful maidens we've ever had, a sweet, sensitive, uplifted person. David Clary, he flew in. He's in America. The Yid was in the middle of Steigen in Eretz He hopped on a plane. His friend was in Avelos. He got on a plane to be with his friend with tremendous intelligence. He was in the house helping, knowing when to pull back, not be in the way. when went again with sensitivity and care. He sat in the base Avel for a week. So I want to share this with you, David. I want to share a little bit my journey. I came here, I started a school, it about 15 years ago. I started a school, and what I thought I'm going to do, I was a guy you can produce, who was producing a little bit. I had some production. I knew some mesechtas. I knew a little Torah. And I was producing. I was, I was keeping Shabbos. I was producing. I, and I always knew that it felt good to do what's right. There's a certain good feeling. You do what's right. It's, it's, it's right to do what's right. It's right to do what's right, and it gives a good feeling. And and do what's right. And I would get people to perform. Let's open a yeshiva and help people perform. Show them that if... You know, let's get people to perform well, because it feels good to do what's right. Along the way here, I met souls that I saw people, and I saw people feeling a lot, and I saw the experience, forget performing and doing, I started noticing along the way, I see guys sit by a Shabbos Zmiras, and I'm witnessing a soul found something that that is Matim for them. A soul connected to something in a very deep, in an experience, deeper than the Seichel, I have found people connect with something that, that they just, I was born for this and I connect to this. And I found guys who were very, very sensitive to the world within, to their own feelings, their own understandings of self, asking questions of who they are, what I'm into, in a world that ran deeper than just performing and thinking about it to experiencing something to understanding something. I met people who start, understood themselves well, understood the experiences of life, and they'd be experiencing Shabbos, and it actually like fit, it made sense. Today, because of the guys, when I said Shalashudas, I feel Shabbos, I experienced Shalashudas the most. The whole Shabbos is gorgeous, Shalashudas, you can experience something that's different. You could tap into something and experience it in a whole different way. What I think, Maishi, what I think a lot is you didn't have a certain faith, a certain profound connection to Hashem. We're sensitive to godliness. We can experience Hashem more. And it's less about making change in the world and bringing goodness than experiencing the goodness that's here already. We're hypersensitive to it. To a guy, he sees a world and there's a lot of darkness here and he wants to create light and I sense that the Yid sees the light that exists here the and we're built hypersensitive and that's what I learned from the guys. I learned from the guys that you can actually experience, discover, uncover the goodness and the sweetness that's everywhere. You could actually like tap into it. This is a beautiful world and tremendous opportunity in our world to experience beautiful things. Hashem's here, goodness is here, kindness is here, specialness, you can experience it in each other, you can see it in others. So the guy I think who has more of a superficial view, they don't have the sensitivity. The spiritual sensitivity of the Yid, they don't have the soul of the Yid. So the emphasis a lot is on making change, changing the world, fixing the world. You have good people, I, I don't know much about Elon Musk, somebody, Abachar was telling me about it. I don't know much about him, I, I never met him, I don't know him, but he's gonna fix the world, change the world, heal the world, whatever he wants to do. And then Yidnu are built much more sensitive who see Hashem. And we could tap into what's here, and we could like tap into a tremendous art that exists in the world. So, all of a sudden, Reb Shaul Alter approaching the same thing doesn't say the courage to change what I can, accept what I can, change and change. He actually sees in the world that, that I accept. I accept and see Yad Hashem, and I actually have a calling in this world. I could tap into this. I'm not looking to change anything. I have a calling and something I can bring out and bring into this world. That's how I see the difference. I could be wrong. I don't have Das Torah, Alter does. It's the way I'm seeing what Reb Altar. Does it sound right to you, Moshe? I have watched guys in Yeshiva at first steigging. And the guy externally, I'm doing well, no, and he looks very firm. Then he like drops that and to the external eyes he's falling. He dropped performances, and the external eyes says the guy's falling, and I think he's steiging more than ever in his life. Now we'll get back to those external actions, but he's steiging because he's get he's like finding him. And of course, him will put on tefillin and daven and learn, but it's like from within, he found him. So I have seen, I told a very close friend of mine, I said, you're growing tremendously. Don't you see I'm struggling? I said, I see you're growing a lot. He said, no, I'm struggling. You're struggling and doing things that you don't feel are you, and now you're actually finding you. You will shine. You will shine. You will shine. When the person's himself and expressions of self, of course there's a tyra, that's the, the, the deepest place is the taira, and The Yid will connect the Tyra and understand Tyran, even in Zevi, even in our learning, to sit down with a piece of Gemara. As you not pressure to say, this one wants to say and that one, not pressure, just learn the Torah and hear the Torah talk to you. Let you and your, your soul and Tyra connect to each other. You'll bring out beautiful things in Tyra. You'll bring out, and Tyra will bring beautiful things out of you. So this is what I wanted to share with them for starters. We need a song. I'm too worked up, so we need a song from Chaim. And then I want to welcome Chaim's Yisrael is here. <laughs> Right after this. <laughs>
1: Children, it's, it's, it's a bad thing view you know? like everybody's looking at you, you going seem far but you don't know how close you are in your words and in your heart to be who you really are you don't know how good you don't know how good it is for you and for me you don't know Crazy show we're, we're, we're. <laughs> what you got. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> <inaudible> <inaudible> oh. <inaudible> <Down>. <inaudible> They're doing all this
0: Booty. <inaudible> 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 <so funny>. <inaudible> 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 The wolf pack is saved. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah I wanna I wanna read I wanna read a Pasik in the Torah, I want I'd like to read a Pasik in the Torah with the chevre that that is that is that is moving to me and I'd like to read it to the chevre. When a person, when a person is doing, is is expressing the what they're supposed to express, what Hashem wants to bring, them, wants them to express to this world, then their actions have tremendous importance. There's a tremendous importance and depth to the action of the one who's bringing out something that Hashem wants him to bring to this world. A person whose all their activities matter and are significant the person who walks into the dining room and eats, and he's eating a sudda. he's taking care, of el nafsha, he's taking care of his body, and he's feeding himself as Hashem was, is mitzvah the person to do, all his activities take on a very profound meaning. There was a tzaddik, his name was Rev Segal, the Manchester Rev. The Manchester Rev was Rev Segal, he lived in England, And before he did all the activities of his life, he would say a pasuk that Hashem told him to do that activity. He would be crossing the street. He would say, He would read the pasuk that God was to guard his life. He would look both ways. And there was a tremendous sense this activity is eternal. The human being functioning with Hashem, and the activity, there's schar for the activity, there's reward, there's eternity, there's a profound importance to the to this action. There's a certain dignity of dress that people have when they live this way. They dress a certain way. There's a certain way they function and flourish. I was to see Rev. Avigda Miller walk. You could see in the way he walked, he had a regalness. There was a class and a dignity how Reb Miller walked. He walked the walk of somebody who knew that his walking was Chashev. He would move his body. There was purpose. There was value. There was a princely sense. This matters a lot. He was somebody who was a loyalist Hashem who understood that Hashem cares about his actions and activities. <laughs> That's the, the way a person of God, a person who understands that we're shy to Hashem and Hashem wants things from us and gives us opportunity to function l'fnei Hashem and his activities mattered a lot. If you watch Reb Miller, there was a princeliness to his very way of walking and behaving. And when Esav has a moment where he, where he, he has a weakness, and he forgets about eternity, he said, <laughs> It became insignificant, unimportant. His own activities became unimportant. Do I even matter? <laughs> and the pasuk describes contrasts, Yaakov and Esav. A Yaakov whose activities he functions as a person that Shaykh to godliness, that Shaykh to eternity, whose actions matter. Yaakov nasan Dashim. Yaakov hands, and the Torah is lengthy about Yaakov's action. Yaakov, it says his name, because it matters forever. Yaakov gave to Esav bread and azin He did this paula, this action that the Torah is lengthy in the words of what Yaakov Avinu did. Because it matters forever. Yaakov handed. He handed to Esav lech and azin then the Torah switches over to the narrative about Asav, who's lost his sense of meaning, of purpose, and it says about Esav, Four words, four verbs in a row. He ate, he drank, he stood up, and he left. Esav had been to He had some destiny, he had some mission from Hashem, some sense of purpose, as every human being does, every tzelem alaykim, certainly Esav who has the Allah of a Yid. The Gemara Kedushan tells us that Esav is a Yid. And he has a very, very important mission. There's a mission for Esav. And somehow Esav lost that sense of mission. He said <laughs> He didn't understand that the eternal value of himself, the value of his mission, and he sells his He's his his And it describes <laughs> He eats, he drinks, he stands up, and he leaves. Four verbs in a row. There's no, there's, it should say <laughs> As an Esav, it's attached to his essence. Esav who always remains. Esav who's in our home today. She'd say, V'yoych al Esav. It's a V'yoych there's no descriptions of any of these activities. It lost its chashivas. It lost the attachment to a, the person. The person was living on I'm just going to die, there's no eternity. So his actions lose their chashivas. The contrast of Yaakov nasan le'esav lechev ne'ezid ha'dashim. By the activities of Yaakov Avinu, it's attached to him. Yaakov, Handed, Esav, the whole activity matters a lot. A person functioning with eternity. Somebody who's functioning, a person that Hashem has a mission for me. It's not Noichi hoylach Lamas. Hashem has a mission and a purpose and a want for me to express and bring out godliness to this world. So then all their activities and all their details, their activity matter, eternally matter. The 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 svarim the sifrei chasidus are lined with stories. They're very very full of stories. Happens to be stories because experiences matter a lot. In the world of chasidus, taps very much into even deeper than seichel, which is definitely is true. They are experiences, but it has a lot of stories because the comings and going, the worldly travels of the tzaddik matter are eternally important. We're part of a Torah where Yaakov Avinu lies his head. It matters a lot where Yaakov Avinu lies his head when he goes to sleep at night. The tzaddik is significant where he lies down. We have a Torah that tells us somebody's in the shower how they wash their body. What do you wash first matters a lot. Not because just an external, superficial person could see that there's so many laws. I'm in the shower. It matters where I wash first. I don't know. Take a shower. So you could see it as a lot of laws. A person's getting dressed in the morning. You're kidding me. What shoe I should put on first? This is so restrictive. What shoe I should put on first? There's a law. There's something so much deeper. There's eternity to each action, to the shower, the Yid goes into the shower. The Evid Hashem, so there's laws dictating his trip to the shower. It's not the Pshat just okay. He's a loyalist, always lufne Hashem, but his activities are very, very significant. Each activity has an eternal nature to it. He's a person functioning lufne Hashem. And as such, he washes his head first. The yid first washes his head, his 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 mind. He There's an importance and an eternity. And the contrast in this Pasuk of somebody who's not just everything, nothing matters. Somebody who's part of the the Jewish nation who understands that Hashem has a purpose and a tafkid and I matter for all eternity because the Eternal One has something He wants from me. Something I could bring out. So on Yaakov Avinu's activity, it's Yaakov gave Esav lechem and Ezid There's a pasuk we study forever. I could picture like a dramatic broadcaster, like speaking the Torah, which is eternal, describes forever Yaakov handed Esav lechem and Ezid That's an eternal pasuk Because Yaakov upon the instructions of his mama, Yaakov Avinu, who, who later we see he does actions, but he's, he's told by his mother to steal, to go and, and, and acquire the b'chayra, to go and acquire the brachas from Yitzchavinu. Over here, Yaakov has a sense and understands that Hashem wants him to have the b'chayra, and Yaakov as such takes and gives Lechem and Azir adashim to Esav. That event is recorded with both names, It's a very, very important and meaningful and significant event that Yaakov handed to Esav, and then the Torah switches over to Esav who's lost an attachment to his deeds. It doesn't say an Esav, he lost an attachment to his deeds, a sense, so it says, so it says, you're almost you're almost left guessing who did all that and somebody and he Yaakov handed Esav Lech Menazid Adashim on Yaakov Avinu's action it describes the person handing to Esav Yaakov handed Esav Lechman Menazid Adashim. it's attached to the person it matters forever and Esav who's lost the sense Anoichi I don't count, I don't matter, my sense of mission is lost, it doesn't say, it should say, it should be attached to a person, it doesn't say the name. It says, and he ate and he drank, and he stood up and he left. Left. who's he? But it of course refers to Esau, and the is purposely disconnected the action from him. He lost the sense of the purpose of his activities. The Eved Hashem, I tell guys I want to tell guys about the schedule in Yeshiva, and you'll hear this, you'll hear this. When a guy goes to shear for 10 minutes in the morning, he creates a whole day. And I want to explain it. Thank you, thank you, Abby. A guy a guy goes to shear for 10 minutes in the morning, has created an entire day. You could ask guys who've done this, you think he got 10 minutes. He goes to write with Snicky Shear for 10 minutes. A 10th grader goes to a zone, I've watched this for 15 minutes, Yisrael. He's made a day. I want to explain it. I want to explain. It. I've seen this and this, you'll, you, this will resonate by some of the guys here. Yisrael, tell me if you've noticed this. You have a guy, an empty day. His activities don't matter. He wakes up four in the afternoon. He goes to sleep four and he's bored. He's disconnected. If you would tell that guy, go to Rabbi zone shear for 15 minutes and you'll have a day. What are you talking about? I have 15 minutes. So still. All of a sudden, he wakes up in the morning and before I zone shear, he eats a breakfast, a very important breakfast. He's going to shear. His breakfast became very chashev. He has. It's an eternal breakfast he's preparing before a shir. His shower in the morning. He gets a shower. He gets a breakfast. His breakfast is meaningful and important and attached to him. A person of mission. A person who's about to study Torah. A person who counts and matters goes to breakfast. He has a wonderful breakfast. He sits there for about an hour. He's schmoozing with different people. He's actually inspired. His whole breakfast, like a serious breakfast. He goes to shear fifteen minutes after shear he's, he eats a lunch, a guy who just had a breakfast who just a guy who just went to shear now push it has a lunch. He gets lunch breakfast on his his workout in the afternoon. He has to get ready tomorrow 's another day he 's going back to shear again tomorrow. He gets a workout everything in his day became meaningful to somebody who's connected, whose activities matter. He's learning Hashem's Torah. He's finding out about his importance. He's finding out about his mission. All his other activities take on meaning and purpose and value. I have watched this repeatedly. If a guy learns five hours a day, then forget it. A guy learns five hours a day. His day is like packed full of meaning. He gets breakfast, lunch, he gets a supper, he gets everything, all the activities that surround. But it's not just because it's a hachon and for that, though that's true. It's a person who's tapping into his sense of mission, of purpose. On Yaakov Avinu, it says Yaakov nasan le'esav, lechin rezir Yaakov vavinu handed Esav, it's an eternal Pasuk, attached to his name, the person who performed the deed, and forever we read that. And all his deed he handed to Esav. It's a big deal, it's announced dramatically. And Esav, who's lost the sense of his purpose and mission, lost the attachment to if you will. Anayhi heylech lamas, lamazeli b'chiref. He's lost his attachment to eternity. His sense, Hashem wants something from me. Hashem has given me a mission and a purpose. On Esau, it doesn't say in the same Pasuk, vayesh, Who? It doesn't say you did all these activity. He's lost his connection to his activities. doesn't even matter. You could literally watch this play out on somebody, he ate breakfast, lunch, supper, he doesn't even sense it, does it even matter? He learns 15 minutes a day, a half hour, all the activities, all of a sudden take on a purpose. You could literally broadcast, and -and so-and-so went to the dining room to eat. Very, very hush of a breakfast. Very, very, the breakfast of a entire, people talk about watching Revar and David eat breakfast in the mirror stacking up those pieces of bread, and if Aaron ate breakfast, the importance, the Eved Hashem, and each activity of the Eved Hashem that matters, that's significant, and that's eternal. I find in this Pasuk, when the Torah describes to us a Yakov Avinu who's running after his mission, and an Esav who's detaching from a sense of mission, a heilich I'm not Shaykh, to eternity. And then the Pasuk describes each of their behaviors. And in Yaakov Avinu describes, Yaakov Nasan le'esav, the names are given. It matters that Yaakov gave. It matters to whom he gave. It matters that he gave. It matters what he gave. Yaakov le'esav lechem Adashim. Every part of the experience, this physical experience, he was serving food, my friends. And it was serving food to his brother. It matters eternally. It's Torah forever. Yaakov gave Esav of Rezid It matters who gave. It matters to whom he gave. It matters what he gave. That's the beginning of the Pasik. Yaakov nasal Esau of Rezid Adashim. And then the person who's lost the sense of attachment to his action. A the actions still happened, but he lost the sense of meaning to the actions. Who? Oh, what? What did he? Doesn't even say what he ate. But he's lost the sense of it matters what he ate, that he ate, who ate it. So it's just. I think the opportunity for every learner of Torah, for everybody who plugs in for 15 minutes or an hour or 10, is the understanding that Hashem has something that he wants from me and all the activities of my life, the Eved Hashem, who Hashem has has something that he wants, a, a godliness that he wants me uniquely to bring to the world, all my activities matter a lot interesting sometimes the extreme brings it out for even the person not living in that extreme to watch the young guy in yeshiva and and his day and the meaning of his day form other things start mattering. Yisrael, you've experienced this? When a guy like adds and gets it, that he has, there's a sense of, the guy who's in right with Snicky Sheer, and you, you've watched this, all of a sudden his workout is like a very important workout. It's in context of a day. Somebody functioning and serving and building something, his workout's very important. His league game's very important. His eating, it's important what he ate, how he ate, that he ate. Every detail becomes important. I think this Pesach moves, this Pesach like drives it home. The difference of somebody who has lost his attachment to the divine, Tashem. He ate, he drank, he got up and he left. That's the description of the activities of his life to the person who's attached to mission, who has bought B'chairah. B'chairah is the possibility of serving Hashem. On that person, and Yaakov gave to Asa Lechem in his Every detail of his activities, who gave, to whom he gave, and what he gave, all matter significantly. So it should be Hashem's will. It should be Hashem's will. All of us were a Yisrael of was Shaykh to this also, he was a Yisrael mumer. that's what happened in his Pasuk. All of us should be Zayche, to find, to attach to our Torah, to our sense of mission, to our sense Yisrael V'Reis Echadu, what we have to bring out, and as such, all the activities of our life, our travels, our journeys, our walking, should all be, significant. they should be attached to us. He went. There's a certain... I, I was talking to my son about even a guy goes to the coffee and gets Kodesh, a certain dignity, there's a certain presence, a certain. The pre- each activity matters and is significant. We should all tap into our Torah, and all the activities of our life should be very, very attached to us, important to us, and to recognize it's recorded. All the activities of the life of the servant of Hashem are eternally relevant. Yeah, your for the best.
1: Thanks. first muster that I was there for the whole thing.
0: So uh, Yeah, so, so good much fun.